Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Yay! Let's do this. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where unsolved mysteries and cocktails come together. It's a cocktail show with the mysteries. We're on the Guardian list, okay? You know what this is now. <laughs> um, <laughs> hello, welcome. I'm Masood. With me, as always, is the fantastic Suze Kepner. Hello, thank you. <laughs> and the amazing Chris Stokes. You're welcome. Hello. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Hello. You're welcome, listeners. Well done on the well done on the big bollocks list. On the big bollocks, yeah, yeah. For, for massive podcasts only. Oh hell yeah, that's right. It's such only. a shame, isn't it, that it's always like it's it's always the usual suspects on those lists. It's always us. Yeah. You know, I'm sick of hearing about it. What it's basically it go. Are. So it goes. No such thing as a fish. Uh, how did this get made and us? And, and, us. Like... and then my dad wrote a porno. So. Yeah. My dad wrote a porno. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's the... <laughs> how you guys been? What's uh, what's it, what's your week? It's bloody Easter weekend and we're recording this, isn't it? We had a white yes. Easter. A white Easter. That oh. just sounds like Chris jizzed on Easter. <laughs> no, I just That's no, what we, we had a very like. non-diverse Easter. I was going to say you, just, <laughs> you didn't invite anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't come round, so we had a white Easter. <laughs> <laughs> we went no masseuse allowed at Easter. <laughs> Go celebrate whatever it is you like. <laughs> Eggs and that. <laughs> Mystery on the rocks. Oh, yeah. Mystery on the rocks. Yeah. Mystery on the Uh, when you uh, say White Easter, what does that mean, Chris? Snow. Oh, snow. you had snow. We had, we had I guess. snow, yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, it happened on the way back. I was walking back from spin class this morning and it snowed. Oh, wow. that's right. I go to spin class. I didn't know what spin class was until probably two years ago. I thought it was, <laughs> I was like, what is spin class? I just didn't, and I didn't bother looking up. So I didn't bother piecing together what it would be in my head. And whatever, whatever random thing at the time, I would think, I'm like, oh, maybe that's spin class. So it would be like, maybe it's running. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's swimming. Maybe it's not. And then when I found out, I was like, oh, that's disappointing. It's just bicycling. It's bicycling on the spot when someone yelling at you. They're just it's like... It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. And the instructor is like, uh, she goes, come on, come on, Jean. Think of your Prosecco when you get home. Come on. Oh, that's, she says stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, it's 10 a.m. Yeah, it's it's the, the comedy drill sergeant type yeah. thing. You're like, thinking of Prosecco, you're like, if I was thinking... Come on, Jean. I'd be drinking it now. I wouldn't be exercising. I wouldn't bother. I don't know, though. I reckon Full Metal Jacket would be better if the drill sergeant <laughs> would say, think about your Prosecco when you get home. <laughs> Come on, boys. Think about your Prosecco when you get home. But and I still want like, to be Arlie Emery doing it. So it's still that, that guy, that rough yeah, guy. Yeah, and Vincent D'Onofrio. He just sort of like corks himself in the face. Trying <laughs> <to> <laughs> 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 Hang on a minute. Wait, who's, who's this? Who's just walked in? Who's this oh coming into our bar? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's oh. what I'm talking about. Yeah, boys, here. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Any other time that would be really intimidating but it's just nice having someone come in isn't it it's brilliant yeah. <laughs> oh. who else been jizzing this weekend <laughs> yeah, I might do. I we don't normally, but I might change the door opening sound and just have it as a massive slam just yes. kicked it in slam open <laughs> yeah absolutely 100% 100% mm. oh. thanks so much for coming into our bar Stuart Laws oh, no, um, thank you so much it's beautiful what you've done with the place oh, thank thanks, you thanks, thanks. just um just reopened. Just yeah. reopened. Just We've been now. clogging up the mouse holes with blue tack. It's a, oh, that's, a, that's a really good idea, actually. Now, uh, can you run me through who designed which corner? I, 
Yeah, go, Masood, tell him about your call. Well, he said he was going to yes and it. It's a, well, <laughs> I'll, um, well, okay, my corner, I went with white tack instead of blue tack, seeing as it's a white Easter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also because I'm too cheap to buy blue tack. So yeah. I went for the uh, the cheap white tack alternative. And the, and, the, and those posters that talk about the thetans in your body. Yes. All of that. That's yeah. all um, left over from, well, we had a big party here about three weeks ago. Some guy right, called yeah. L something. I don't really, Lafayette something. He came by. Oh, can you buy boat? Yeah, yeah. They, they, had, they, had, they parked the fucking boat outside, right? Yep, they yeah, all yeah. came in. Uh, Dave, Dave, that's very handy, by Dave, the way. The boat, the boat um, was there. Park. David miscarriage. Yeah, that's the one. David, David. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's horrible. Why did I say that? Da- yeah. It, oh, yeah. it is. Oh, it is. It is to one of the most horrific Scientology. Yeah. What a cruel thing to say about that <laughs> to man. Say about a man who literally has slaves. <laughs> yeah. And Masood's wearing his praise Zenu t-shirt. As well. Listen, you say he's got slaves, but he treats yeah. them very well. He's saying, think of your prosecco when you finish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my praise Zeno t-shirt. They were just giving these away. They were literally just anyone who could, you know, all my staff got one. These guys got, they refused to wear those though. Because they, they yeah. something, something to do with ethics or some such nonsense. They're something SPs. That, something that I clearly do not have a problem with. <laughs> well, obviously my corner is mainly just uh, printouts of our top 50 podcasts in the Guardian article. And uh, Chris, what have you got? I got the toilets. It's the only one left. <laughs> <laughs> it is a triangular bar, it isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, we lay, we well, leave the, the listen. The, the bar is one corner, and Masood doesn't want to claim that for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah. Ah, yeah. What, can we rats, get you a drink? Now. Can yeah, we get you a drink, Stu? What would you like? Okay, uh, I would love uh, any sort of. Fruity cocktail. Ooh, a fruity cocktail. Well, yeah, if you pop it in a fancy glass or something I like think that, we so. all have fruity cocktails, the three of us, so why don't we say which what ones we have and you decide which one you'd yeah. like to send us. Yeah. Oh, yes, and this. Should we, should we start with you, Chris, then? Uh, I've got a smoked blood orange mimosa. Oh, my Whoa. God. That sounds incredible. Well, I saw the recipe last week, and I thought, yeah, I want to try that. Basically, yeah. you have to you, you take a blood orange, you halve it, and then you put yeah. it on a griddle pan, flesh down until it burns, yeah. and then you squeeze you, the juice. Have out you painted cool. a pentagram at this at some point as well? Are you sacrificing something at the same time that you've got the flesh? It was incidental. Side. Okay, right. You're right, sacrificing right. your free time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. The, you let the burnt orange juice cool, and then you um, mix it with gin, and then top it with prosecco, and it's tasty. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds really good. Wow. That sounds very. I've good. never yeah. put that much effort into. A drink ever. <laughs> I think the most effort I've ever put in is, is a Nesquik chocolate milkshake. Oh, what? And oh, you... luxury though, luxurious yeah. drink. Yeah. Yeah. So you put your two heaped spoonfuls in, and that uh, wait, you put your milk in, and then you put two more in once the milk's in on top. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then you you stir it, and then you the powder coming in from top and bottom. It's yeah. like a pincer movement. Wow. Right. And it's a stirred cocktail, is it? It's it's a stirred cocktail. Yeah. It's best stirred. One of those gin guys that has like the 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 flask with that little egg thing in it that can shake up all the powder, so it all it all gets equally shook up. You're not doing that movement now. Uh, no, no. St- um, I'll, I'll go into a bar. I'll say chocolate and Nesquik. Stir. Nesquik, <laughs> shake. Stir. Ah, Mr. Laws, of course, the usual. Yes, come on in. <laughs> All on black. <laughs> um, sh- sh- sure thing, sir, he doesn't know how to order drinks. It's, uh, it's, he thinks it's a casino. It's Don't worry about it. I get I, I get what you're saying, that you have, you have to put a bit of legwork in to make this drink, but it is just halving an orange and putting it face down on a hot pan. I don't understand why, what the... It's because like, it's weird. It's, it's it's that, it's, you, you've, oh, right, introduced, okay. you've introduced cooking into making a drink. Okay. So you, yes. there's an extra oh, step of the I've never cooked an orange either. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is strange, but the taste, because I, I tried the juice neat. Ah. I, tried, I tried it neat before I made the cocktail, and it is different from regular juice because it's burnt. I can't stress this enough. It's burnt juice, <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. Well, Chris, when we're all allowed in each other's houses again, we and we're recording together, mm-hmm. um, can you whip us up a burnt orange Prosecco? <laughs> Yes, crunch, yeah, I love it. Prosecco, crunch. Orange, Prosecco crunch. It's a better name. Uh, <laughs> it's a, a yeah. it's a smoked blood orange mimosa. But I like I your name's better. Good. Your name's better. Yeah, Burnt it's a very strong crunch. opening gambit. Yeah, I'd love to hear what the other yes. drinks are. 
oh, okay, well, I've got, oh, fuck, I better name it. Um, we'll call it a... You a, sound like my mum. <laughs> <laughs> David? No. No, don't be ridiculous. I'm going to call this a... What's the film you watched with Steven Seagal, uh, Michael Caine, uh, on Deadly Ground? On Deadly Ground. This is um, on Deadly Ground, and it is Kombucha Fizzy Apple. Whoa. Strong start. Yeah. (laughs) Kombucha Fizzy Apple with Raspberry Absolute Vodka. Mm. It's very simp. It's super simps. And it tastes... It's dry. It's very nice and dry. Really? Because um, kombucha's yeah. got the sourness, hasn't it? That's it. So it's yeah. like, and the the raspberry absolute isn't very sweet, and together it makes quite a dry, mature drink. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I feel like that's the taste. I like the sound of that. Like a, a you don't like it. Like, oh, okay, that's a dry, mature drink. Oh, it's very dry, that. mature drink. I am. Um, I'm drinking mine, and I prefer yours. Oh, you do nice. like, I thought you said, I don't no, like no, the sound I do. of that. I do, and I, I was like, like I was like, oh, no, it's nice and dry. I like the sound of that, what you have. So let's swap. Okay. Uh, Masood. So I uh, have, I don't, I haven't named mine yet, but I have a couple of, of I'll have a short list. So in it, I've got brandy, gin, orange liqueur, lemon juice, and IPA syrup. Um, and I don't wow. know what to call it because it's kind These of. These have got t- better. We started oh. weak and then we've got. Because uh, it's kind of a cross between a between the sheets and a drink called an embassy, and I don't. Uh, the, this is my short list: a French embassy. Call it under the ambassador. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> I was going to call it sleeping with the embassy, but I like oh, under the ambassador better. I think I, I think under the ambassador makes more sense than sleeping with the embassy. It's that, it's sleeping with the embassy sounds nice. It does actually. Well, well, Stu, have we um, whet your appetite with our fruity cocktails? Masood feels way more like a late night mm. drink. Ah, yes. You're sitting in the corner of a speakeasy and they're just chucking everything into a, into a glass yeah. for you. Yes. The Xenu posters are peeling off the walls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, You're starting to talk to each other about doing a stress test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the auditors are closing in. <laughs> How many times? God damn it. No. <laughs> Just bringing this up is stressing me. Out. <laughs> uh, I right. I'd propose a little switch. I'd propose in your mimosa, mm. and I don't know what this changes it to. Is instead of gin, chucking in rum, like a gold rum. Ooh, and work. then I, f- yeah. and then I feel like we got ourselves a drink. So rum, <laughs> rum, burnt orange juice, and prosecco. Wow. Yeah, nice. What's that a golden rum? Yeah, it could be called a. a golden I'd say I'd, I'd call that a rumosa. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that definitely feels like the last name of a character in a low-budget action film that the hero will shout when his partner gets killed. Yeah. Ramosa! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really it's really telling actually that um, I cut my blood orange in half, put it on the griddle pan mm. until it burnt a little bit and then squares the juice out and that was that was a lot of effort but Masood slid in there his homemade IPA syrup. That's amazing. Which is way much. Which that that I've made it's, that before, and it's more yeah, hard work than way more burning effort. an orange. <laughs> so how do you make IPA syrup? Um, All right, I don't so, I, I don't know much about the old beer IPA end of the alcohol spectrum. So similar to simple syrup. So you'll just so simple syrup will be water and sugar, which you can mm-hmm. you do one of two ways. The 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 slow the quick cheaters I can't be bothered way is boiled water from a kettle into sugar of equal measure, and then you mix up. But IPA syrup, you have to put it in a pan, so sugar and IPA, or any beer, and um, of equal measure, you have to let it slowly heat up. You can't let it boil, and then you stir it. Because if you boil, it'll go sour. And it's like a risotto, you can't really leave it. Yeah, you can't leave it. you got to keep stirring it, you got to stay at it. And he's right, it is like a risotto. Or a child. Yeah. Well, it's know. like a risotto or a young dog. Yes, uh, yeah, yes, very much so. If you leave the pot, it will shit everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah yeah so yeah gotta be very careful i mean why right I, I, well i get it you've got a podcast that's based heavily around drinking mm. but but why <laughs> you're putting so much effort into your drinks yeah i i i think it's uh, when we first started i don't know how much effort i put into the drinks <laughs> no, when you were actually physically making them for four people oh I'd yeah say that was effort so i think i i didn't dive into the syrup stuff that much when we first started 
And then as we went on, I was like, well, I can't just give the martinis every week. <laughs> I got to give them something a bit more. So then I started to sort of just branch out and make syrups. And then got uh, Chris onto them as well and Suzel. Suzel make. Suzel's cocktails, I think, are always for me the most interesting because it's like Chris is very experimental, but Suzel's just like, whatever. And I love it. I think that's so great. It's just like that and that and that. Let's fucking I do think, it. Yeah, even when. Um... Even when Susie's making a, a, a known cocktail, yes, uh, they they won't be measurements. It's to it's to hand. Yes, and by eye. It's a, we call them a Sue's measurement. We'll just uh, we'll have one Sue's of that, two Sue's of that, and we'll pour that in. Yeah, it's very, I think of 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 the three of us. I know I'm definitely the one who's like should probably stick to tradition here. Maybe this is as far as I've ventured out of. Like this is probably the second. I was thinking it actually when you said, "Oh, I've got to name it." Actually, I was like, "What's he doing? Has he made yeah. one up?" He's made one up. This is mad. It's like I never do it, but yeah, I just thought, why not? I had stuff in my cabinet. I was like, "Fuck it." Ooh, look at you showing up. Nah. <laughs> ah. I say stuff in my cabinet. It's literally dregs of things that I, I'm like, "Fuck!" So at about six o'clock, I was like. I better come up with a fucking drink, otherwise I don't know what's going on. Well, I'm all out of Frangelico, so I'm going to have to order more, which will be my sixth bottle this lockdown. Holy This shit. year. No, wow. that's six bottles in a year. I think yeah, that's the right? most of hazelnut liqueur anyone's ever drunk in I think, year. I imagine the company is like, oh my, oh my God, we're, we might we might see this through, guys. This is, we, we might. They're like, madam, you have a problem. <laughs> like when you're drunk, like the My Pillow guy. You know the My Pillow guy? My Pillow guy. Mike Lindell, he sells a, Phone, memory phone pillow called my pillow yeah and he supports trump and he's always showing up on crazy news channels that even fox news won't touch him going trump <laughs> won the election and he um has a book where he was like from crack to feathers or something his book's called and it's what? about how he got off crack to sell pillows but he always tells the story that he was like i took so much crack my dealer said he wouldn't sell me anymore and that's how <laughs> that's how we know it's true because drug dealers are very good like that yeah yeah just, like, <laughs> they know when you've had too much yeah don't they? absolutely mm. Like a like a kind friend who won't let you drink and drive, they'll slide and be like, "Ah, uh, listen, hey, come on." I know I said the first taste was free and the next ones will cost you, but there are limits. Your yeah, friend. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Just <laughs> when my dealer said he would, that's definitely the story of a man who's had like maybe one crack bender and then like, he'd been like oh my god. <laughs> When really it's like, yeah, I, I don't think so. It's, you know, like, I think I think the time would come when he's like, he's probably lying on like a jizz stained pillow that's also covered in crack. And he's like, I could sell these. That's what I should ah, do. It's really supportive of my face. Oh, my face. That might be the jizz. Whatever. I think it's this is good. And is that the mystery we're solving? <laughs> How did the my pillow guy get off crack? How did he get off crack? What are we? What are we doing? That's a very yeah. You. What you got for us, That's, Chris? Yeah, that was a, that was a better link than we've ever been able to manage. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Stu was like, I've got to get these buys back on track. Yeah, come on now. It's a... <laughs> but we've given Look, you I... the longest side of the room. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate. It. Look, I may be incredibly unfunny uh, and boring, but I am good at links. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got. The, do you know? I love this idea of like a stealth takeover. Like come the end, <laughs> come the end of it. Stu's like, so thank you guys for coming in. Oh, no, yeah. um, have it's you got anything show. you want to plug? Um, we'll see. And it's like it's his podcast now. Yeah. What? Like next week. Like, like, Hi, I'm Stu Laws, and welcome to Murder on the Rocks. <laughs> oh God, damn it! <laughs> we like finally it got called. We always get called Murder on the Rocks by people. Well, you saying Murder on the Rocks there absolutely freaked me out because <laughs> I thought I'd been referring to it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm going oh, on this no. podcast. Uh, can you do your link against you? I've lost my place. <laughs> so, oh. so, uh, hey oh, he's gone What's back. To the he's gone too far. He's gone too yo, far. Yo, yo, yo! Tell me what the mystery is we got today. What? Oh, Eric, Eric Tamiyasu is Eric the is the, is the guy guy guy's murder. He was murdered. It was 2001, uh, he was 41 years old, mm -hmm. and he lived in Hood River, which is a little little place in Oregon, mm -hmm. and he was murdered. Now, the thing about this, it's 2001, but it feels like a proper old school, 
like murder mystery novel because there are four at least four suspects that all have motives. Whoa! So it's like it's one of those, yeah. Okay. Oh wow. I feel um, like th- no one was assembled into a drawing room at any point and talked to by a. Uh... No, and they should have been. Nah. I, and it should do... it should have been Benoit Blanc. So Eric Tamiasu, he actually lived on a. It was sort of like a, a rural home next to a, a fruit orchard, and he ran his business out of that. He ran a fruit orchard. Okay. Um, I love it if it wasn't a fruit orchard. Is that, he, he ran his yeah. business out of that. He sold computers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've got all, all, all this fucking fruit. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's rotting everywhere. No, but it's lovely. It looks beautiful in all the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Do you want an apple? Which one do you mean? Which, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the computer isn't sold very far from the tree. <laughs> that's his, that's, that's, that's his tagline. You've got to change oh. that. No, it doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's like the people, fruit. People like, don't know it. <laughs> people don't know. Well, orchard PCs. One one rotten PC spoils the. What? What? That doesn't make sense either. Yeah, yeah the, none of these are good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Do you think that's why he was murdered? That's probably why. His business partner is sick to the stomach of him trying Yeah, well, he, um, on the on the evening of June the 25th, mm. he, and and this this sounds like it, like the beginning of a lovely story, but obviously it ends in a horrific murder. Mm. Yeah. But he had been friends for a while with a woman named Diana. Mm. And they... Ardai. Uh, Ardai, yeah, we'll call her Ardai for the rest of it. Um, they... R.I.P. Ardai, <laughs> you would have loved the computers in this orchard. <laughs> They'd, uh, they'd been friends for quite some time, but they'd started to grow attracted to each other. Ooh. And it was blossoming into romance. And they decided they were going to have a date to see how it goes. And the evening of June the 25th was this date. It was their first date. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was rural Oregon, mm-hmm. so there wasn't really anywhere for them to go. She went round to his house. and uh, They, they have restaurants. Date. They had their yeah. date there. Um, but also, presumably, because they knew each other, I reckon, it wasn't like... They wanted to bone it zone. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't your typical first date. Yeah, that's yeah. not a first date. That's a come over and we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. screw in the orchard. It'll be fine. Let's give in to our <laughs> urges, they said, <laughs> by text. Throughout the night, they both heard tapping noises at the windows and apparently the doorbell rang twice, but there was never anybody there. So they did go and investigate and there was never anybody there. So they thought there was somebody trying to spook them. Um, and Charles. <laughs> yeah. well, how dare you my wife yeah. well, it was paparazzi wasn't it um, the, the Richard Gear. The... it was Richard Gear. <laughs> the second time he opened the door he heard someone running away oh. and then when he went out to investigate there was some there was some footprints outside the front door and a flaming um, bag anyway they didn't they didn't bone zone apparently. they didn't uh, no they, they, no, no. Um, and if they or if they did she still went home afterwards because um, yeah he's like oh what don't try to change me baby yeah mm. i'm a man i want i need my own space okay so she went home mm-hmm. and then no one heard or saw from eric for the next five days oh yikes Ooh. this was rural oregon though so is that is that not that's not like well i mean like thing. they're still in touch with it was 2001 yeah, yeah, yeah it's not like the, they, they had got, phones um, and that. Yeah, they yeah. had, uh, well, they called them cell phones. What yeah. do we call those here? In America. It was sort of normally you just go buzz me on my mobility. <laughs> <laughs> remember the days? Yeah, you remember that. Then it was shortened yeah, yeah, and just buzz me. <laughs> then mom. I'll one bell, yeah. And then, yeah. And then M. And then we just got rid of it. Mm. We just... Do you know anyone who had a pager? Do you remember the pager? Mm. Yeah, and you had to ring a number yeah. and say, I want to leave a message for this pager number. Yeah. And they say, what mm. message would you like to leave? <laughs> and when my friend Stephen Waller had one, I used to, and they cost like 20p, yeah. and I would ring up to leave him messages all the time. But that did mean you had to, over the <laughs> phone, the operator would say, great, and what message would you like to leave? And I'd have to be like, hello, prick, and stuff. <laughs> um, I want to say, hello, prick, your paper round is now. Just kidding, it's tomorrow morning, lol, lol, you know. I bet they were so glad that the operator was like, went the way fucking of the great. Yeah, they're just like, thank fuck for text messages. I am so yeah. sick of people leaving messages that says, oi, cunt, pick up your phone. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, it was only doctors, like surgeons, that had pages. pages. They still do because the um, cell phones interfere with... There's like an interference thing. Oh. 
uh, in hospitals, like certain equipment. Whereas pagers are di- uh, they're cabled in, aren't they? Pagers. Yes, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, and you can only go so far, and you have to unplug it. It's then, a pain yeah. in the ass. Um, yeah. yeah, but people who need kidneys, they always seem to have a pager to turn like, and they go like, "Oh, kidneys here." <laughs> oh, my kidneys oh. here. <laughs> you have a cell phone? Yeah, no, but I like the old school yeah. feel. Yeah. Get, turn up make sure the page is on what if they have a kidney i quite enjoy doing that to um i quite enjoy doing that to at gigs when somebody's phone rings i'm like you waiting on a kidney <laughs> chris you're such a such a club comic <laughs> <laughs> they go they, they go oh no, no i'm like oh sorry I thought yeah, I might be <laughs> 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 he's so he's so clubby isn't he <laughs> Uh, so the people had cell phones, obviously. This is uh, <laughs> oh yeah. So it was five days they didn't hear five us. Five days. Yeah. Anyway, so, so did she? She ghosted him uh, there, basically. Yeah. Either yeah, she might have been assuming he was ghosting her as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, the double ghost. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually, on June the thirtieth, a friend and business consultant named Don Dixon went round the house. <laughs> we got to have a top tier names because that's right on there. Double D. Don Dixon. <laughs> yeah. They call me Double D by name, Double D by nature. He's got no, big uh, boots. Got... <laughs> he went round because all of his friends started conferring saying, have you heard from Eric? I haven't heard from Eric. Mm. So he went round to look and uh, he'd been given a spare key by Eric. So he went, let himself in. And when he went in, uh, it was an odour that I'd never smelled before. Was this before My initial after? hope was that this was the garbage that I had seen left out. But it wasn't. Oh. It was Eric's decomposing body sprawled across the bed. Jesus. So he'd been oh. dead five days. There was no question in my mind that he was dead. So he's... I said a prayer. Oh. In my head, I went... in my head, he, oh, he went to the house, helped. kicked open the door and went, double D's here, but now the voice is <laughs> giving him like, oh no, he's not that kind of guy, is he? He's just very much like, oh dear. He's dead. Um, I said a Well, I mean, that is the voice I gave him, Masood. Don't take that no, as... No, no, no. That's the voice. Yes, That's his he, voice now. <laughs> he was an Oregonian man, so he sounded like this. So I said a prayer. Uh, I went downstairs and I called 999. Uh, I'm translating, Masood. Uh, and asked for assistance. Obviously, the police came. Uh, well, I, this is what the, Sergeant Jerry Tiffany of the Sheriff's Department said. When I first walked in, it appeared to me that we were dealing with an unintended death. <laughs> okay. well, somebody, well, Such a strange way no one, of No one planned that, did they? Yeah. <laughs> the anyway, um, what, was, what was strange was initially, uh, the I mean, the body was uh, starting to decompose after five days. Oh. They couldn't tell just by looking how he died, but an autopsy okay. had revealed he had three bullets in the brain. Mm. Jesus, okay. Um, oh, wow. And there was no sign it... of a struggle, so they reckon that he was shot on the bed while he was just lying down. But so was there any signs of a break-in? Did anyone... None of that either. Oh, shit. Hmm. The reason it gets really odd is that his body was removed from the house. Mm-hmm. The county sheriff, who's a man named Joe Wampler, so along with Don Dixon, Joe Wampler, even though he's the sheriff, is another one of our suspects. Ooh. Oh. He went to Don Dixon, who'd found the body. The sheriff went to Don and said, do you know if Eric has a burn pile on his property. <laughs> a burn pile? What the fuck's a burn pile? Or is that just like a bunch of old cell phones he doesn't use? He... No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's all the pages. <laughs> Hello, prick. <laughs> he throws it away every time he gets a lewd message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Sue's camera. <laughs> What's a um, burn pile? Do you know what a burn pile is? Uh, yeah, so where you, where, you, where you burn things. Oh, okay. Call it a bonfire. Yeah. yeah, the sheriff then, because the, the bed that Eric had been lying on, mm. he'd been decomposing on it for five days, it was in a pretty bad state. Yeah. Oh. Soiled and everything. Is it very hot? Uh, in Oregon. Because five ju- days doesn't seem long enough. And this June. was, but it was June, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. I don't actually know what the climate is like in Oregon. I think it will, it's America. So basically you've got really hot bits, normal bits. New York yeah. is like us. It's basically summer with guns, isn't it? Summer with guns. It's south, yeah, it's essentially. Oregon's south of us. Yes. So their summer probably is hitting the 30s. Yeah. Right. So it can be it can be up in the 30s. Yeah, you're right. Stuart. All I know is Oregon But as they trail. would say, in the high 90s. Ooh, yeah, they would. Oh, it's in the high 90s today. <laughs> like, oh, that's... It's a in Oregon. <laughs> uh, that's exactly how they sound. That's it. He's got it. <laughs> I know two things about Oregon. No, three. Strong blue state. It's Oregon Trail. Oh, no. This guy died of gunshots to the brain. 
Ah, so that's the three on things. the Oregon Trail. Yeah. And the so third thing is Tonya Harding's my, my home girl, Tommy Harding. Oh, love she Tonya Harding. She Oregonian? She's Oregonian. Yeah, oh. I fucking love Tonya Harding, man. Mm. She is. I I can't watch her skate without crying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's amazing. She is pretty incredible. And it's, she uh, should have she should have finished the job with that fucking Kerrigan. <laughs> I don't think that at all. She didn't do it. She didn't have anything to do with it. No, no, so, no. So, you know, anyway, um, fucking, Oregon. Yeah. The sheriff mm-hmm. wants to know if he's got a bonfire and then, crazily, burns the mattress. I was going to say, he's just going to chuck the bed on it. Is it just getting rid of a large piece of evidence? Of evidence, yeah. I was wow. going to say, why is the sheriff a suspect? Now I know. Yeah, that's, yeah, big time. That's, yeah. Jesus. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. That's way to write a book on how to become a suspect. Just, yeah. You know, it's like, don't worry, I'm the sheriff. It's all right. I'll just burn the evidence in front of everybody. It's fine. He did that, and then they found the bullets in the autopsy. So then it became a homicide investigation. And then it was like, well, we need all the evidence. Like, ah, sort of burnt the, oh, burnt, burnt... Burnt the bed. That he why'd, you, why'd you burn the mattress? Because it was smelly. Oh. Ew, stinky. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> why. Stinky, that was his stinky. reasoning. Yeah. Ew, the mattress smells. <laughs> Not to mention also they would have smelled worse burning a dead body mattress like burning a mattress is not a pleasant yeah. smell burning a mattress where a body's been <laughs> decomposing for five <laughs> days is worse you know an awful lot i was about, about to say yeah. mattresses you know i'm just uh, suit, spec, like spec. robert robert shaw and jaws going mattress is gonna smell real bad <laughs> <laughs> put it on a put it on the wood pile i'll, I'll burn it for 30 where were you june 25th 2001 <laughs> uh, planning 9 11 i was <laughs> Anyway, um, so you've got Don Dixon, who is one of the suspects. Yeah. You've got the sheriff, Joe. Third suspect is Eric's best friend, also called Eric, but Eric Smith. Eric Smith. Um, uh, mm. Dixon claimed that a few days before the murder, he'd passed by Eric Tamiyasu's office and heard him arguing with Eric Smith. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, they had both been running a side business together that didn't do very well. Yeah. And, I keep telling uh, you the apple doesn't fall far from the tree makes no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tamiyasu apparently was accusing Smith of pocketing fifty to sixty grand Jesus. of the money they'd invested. Wow! Um, wow! Uh, yeah. So that's that's there therefore another motive because apparently he owed fifty to sixty grand. Right. And the fourth suspect is his name's never been released publicly, but the ex-boyfriend of Diana Anderson, who was finally having her date with Eric that oh, night. Oh yeah! Right. Wow. And the idea is, is that maybe he was the the guy that was at the house, like oh, tapping on trying the window, to scare and, them, yeah, and like um, knocking and running away. I see. The thing with that is that, like, again, it's sort of like earlier, where we talk about it's like you don't see the payoff of doing that. It's like I'll tap on the window, and then what? You like run really far away so they can't see you, but then you can't see them freaking out. You're just like, <laughs> I showed them. Did you? Because you didn't, you're but, not watching it. <laughs> yeah, just... but then he did. He, he kept doing it, so he didn't really. He must not have run that far. No, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 this is true, because even though his name's never been released publicly, mm. he did have a child with Diana, so he was the father of Diana's oh, wow. child. Okay. And he had a history of stalker-like behaviour. Oh. oh well, I mean, there are two very very clear suspects here. <laughs> they couldn't oh. verify the child. The of course, shoot, the child. Right? You know, you know, <laughs> the, you know the footprint because they found a footprint. Yes. 
uh, uh, Eric found the footprint when he went out to check. Mm. In the five days, rain had washed it away. So the, that mm. footprint had gone, so they couldn't okay. reference that with any yeah. boots or anything. Uh, and yeah, the mattress had been burnt. So a lot of, a lot of evidence had gone. Mm. Key evidence was missing, yeah. Do they know what yeah. gun it was, at least, from the bullets? Yeah, point twenty two. That's a very common gun in America. Yeah. I've heard them say it in films, they go, oh, he was carrying a twenty-two piece. <laughs> Don't they? Yeah. What other piece what other pieces do you hear about, Stu? In Reese's and Jigsaw. And Jigsaw, yeah. Yes. He was carrying twenty-two bits of jigsaw. <laughs> Three of them ended up in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> this is a puzzle. <laughs> oh, That's from Steve, no. the jokester cop. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a funny tash, like Jeff Galuli, the husband of Tonya Harding. <laughs> I um, I for a minute there, I thought that Steve the Jokester Cop was like a, a known character, yeah, in something. Uh, we all knew who I meant. <laughs> yeah. we, you know the trope, yeah. so don't but play Steve, dumb with me. That's Steve the, sort the of Jokester Cop would be played by the guy who plays the bodyguard in I Tonya. Um, oh, him! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Sean Eckhart, the bodyguard of Tonya Harding. Yeah. <laughs> That guy, yeah, that would be that be who, who played is him. responsible. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember that guy's name. He's really good. He showed up in Black Klansman as well. He's really funny. He's very funny. I like him. He's a very funny racist. In Black <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there's something quite amusing about an incompetent racist. I don't know what it yeah. is. It's sort of, it, it, this is this is probably it's sort of um, yeah, he, th- he thinks he thinks Koreans are Japanese. That sort of yeah, yeah. You're just like oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's still bad, but oh. Um, hit podcast mystery on the rocks features sympathy for racists <laughs> we're sued under review and then it's like a, a file photo superstar of- host sues kevin <laughs> Shucks. yeah it's a, a front of the daily it star i didn't even say it guest stuart lord's silent <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, shall i go this- get a drink now in this oh couple? yes yeah, yeah. great i'll be back yeah, no worries. Yeah, no worries. No worries. So um, while we were just uh, uh, talking there, Masood fixed you up a drink, Stu. Would you like to tell everyone what it is? It's an espresso martini. <gasps> Ooh. It looks like Masood, Masood is really <laughs> upset about it. Oh, and I, I, just, I, just, I just turned my video off. I'm like, no, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't handle this now. No. It's too much pressure. That's that a... sounds delicious. What goes in a mus- uh, uh, an espresso <laughs> martini? Perfect timing. <laughs> now, Masood, what have you put in this one? <laughs> I put in es- espresso and martini. <laughs> and how you does opened it up the sachet. I'm such a big fan of Stu's prick improv character. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, all right, Masood? Don't worry, guys. Don't worry, guys. I'll yes and whatever you lay down, I'll follow it. And then he just goes, Come so, so, so Masood, what have you put in this drink? Oh, oh, oh bollocks. <laughs> Can you describe the bar we're sitting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. Um, it's, um, oh, it's very bar-like. <laughs> He works his way up and eventually he's on stage with Paul Mert and the, uh, the comedy store players. He's like, honestly, guys, no, I'm really good at it. Really good at it. <laughs> I want to be an ostentatious. That's what I really want to be in. Oh. <laughs> Keep oh, on taking, taking it in very different directions. Steven Seagal movies. It, it. Oh. Guys, we're on a, a boat and Tommy Lee Jones is... Just next time you do it, don't... Don't obviously do the Steven Seagal thing. Like it's fine. It was your first one. It was your first one. You're like sure, sure. Cuts to the next one, and you're like ah, on deadly ground. <laughs> Genuinely, I'd like to. This is not a Steven Seagal movie. It's a Schwarzenegger movie. Mm. One of my things that I would love to do at some point in my career, and if it becomes possible, it, 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 my mind would be blown. I want to do a sequel to the film Eraser. Oh yes, right. But. It's not an action thriller. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. It's a drama. And it's about grief and processing grief to do with the uh, the zookeeper who looks after the, the alligator enclosure who has to come in the next day and see all his dead alligators. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he shoots one and says, your luggage, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. your luggage. <laughs> He must have had such a bond with that and like how it affects his relationships at home. Perhaps he's got kids or... I don't know. There's got to be something in that. A hundred percent. He's like, I couldn't keep him safe. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you do flashbacks of him like as he's shutting up for the night being like, you're my boys and I'll always keep you safe. See you tomorrow. 
when he's like flashbacks of like you know in um you know in Lake Placid where at the end where she's been feed, like she's been feeding them and they're tiny, tiny yeah yeah little yeah. tiny, tiny yeah. Little baby yeah. yeah you see you see that and they're sort of like they're snapping at his fingers and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> no you get wait your turn he's in, he's in the bath with them they're all swimming yeah. around <laughs> <laughs> they're like nipple claps <laughs> he's like. <laughs> oh, his wife it, coming Henry. in being like I feel like you're in love with these a bit more than me <laughs> <laughs> good night good night Humphrey good night Alphonse he <laughs> kisses every single one uh, I'd love to take you on holiday with me guys but you're not exactly luggage <laughs> are you <laughs> <laughs> So we've got four suspects. We've got uh, Don Dixon, who found the body. Mm -hmm. We've got um, uh, Diana Anderson's ex-boyfriend, who may have been pestering them the night of the Mm -hmm. date. Mm -hmm. We've got Eric Smith, who supposedly ran this side business Business and owed Eric Tamiyasu 50 to 60 grand. Mm -hmm. And we've also got the sheriff, Joe Ampler, got rid of evidence by burning it. Yeah. Mm. There's not really much to eliminate the ex-boyfriend, Diana Anderson's ex-boyfriend. Very sus. Very Mm. sus, but also very convenient that it's this sort of like nameless, faceless person to throw it onto. Do you know Mm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, We also only have Diana Anderson herself's word for it that they were being bothered that night because Eric ended up dead. Didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Um, So that's a good bit of misdirection if you wanted to throw this... uh, uh, Suspicion upon Diana. Yeah. Uh, or their um, Muz direction. <gasps> oh my god! Wow. It's a pun! It's, it's a, a pun! pun. <laughs> what do you mean, 10 more minutes of this? This is fucking bullshit! <laughs> Chris, um, what. What are, what are the theories? What, what are we uh, Okay, so yeah, so you've got the four suspects, Diana Anderson's yeah. ex-boyfriend, Don Dixon, Eric Smith, and Sheriff Joe. Mm. Um, uh, Eric Smith apparently had this failed business where he'd embezzled this much money and apparently owed him back. Now, Eric, when Don Dixon blamed Eric Smith and said, oh, I heard them arguing about this, they looked into it. And turns out that when they went over this failed company's financials, it revealed that both men had each invested 15 grand and that was it, and that Smith did not owe... Tell oh, so no one, no one saw any money. Okay. Mm. So, I think we can rule out Eric Smith. There's yeah. no motive. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Don Dixon, mm. uh, who's the guy that found the body, had the spare key, went Double in. Double D, yeah, baby. Walking <laughs> <I'm walking in. laughs> Turns out Double D was not uh, as close a friend as uh, he made out. Oh. Oh, because he was oh. a stone heart, cold-hearted killer. He had a spare key because he'd helped Eric Tamiyasu install the alarm. Ah. Um, Did he think he Don, was a good friend? And the other guy, like, yeah, Eric's like, oh, it was sort fuck, of one of those. It was like the cable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, I don't um, know Don Dixon. He's a fucking jackass. Yeah. And also, <laughs> and also, Don Dixon therefore lied about this argument Eric Smith had. Had. So oh, it was very much a kind of like, I'm going to get rid of the best friend, yeah. so I can muscle in and be Eric Tamiyasu's best friend. Fuck Eric Smith. How weird. Um, How yeah, yeah. I mean, to the point where like Dixon would 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 sort of like he'd been going around and saying stuff that him and Eric Tamiyasu who were dead close we're this, was before he was, this was before he was uh, he was killed because right. he'd say things like so Eric was having this date with Diana um, but apparently before that according to Don Dixon Eric had been seeing this older Polynesian woman oh, um, okay. uh, and Don Dixon was all sort of like we're Bezzy mates, actually. He told me that. He told me that. He's right. You know, he also told um, me his PIN number. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he told me his <laughs> PIN number. So I can use his card whenever I want. Don Dixon was also, uh, when he found Eric, he rang Eric's sister, Ramona, to say that Eric was dead. And he said something really weird when he did that. Because bearing in mind, they didn't find any evidence of the bullets until a couple of days later when they did the, the autopsy. Uh-huh. But <laughs> he said to her, there's no exit wounds. Okay. It's a really weird thing. Weird to thing say. to say. Mm. Now, what he, he he says, he went, yeah, okay. Now, what I meant by that was when I saw him lying on the bed and he'd been dead for a couple of days because we hadn't heard from mm. him, I assumed he'd committed suicide, but I couldn't see any wounds in the head. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah. Is that's that's what he said he meant by that. Yeah. Now, let's go to Sheriff Joe. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sheriff Joe. Is the guy that burnt the evidence? Yes. Yeah. And it's like, why did you do that? And he's like, yeah, I wasn't thinking straight. I was trying to spare the family's. Uh, guess what nationality Sheriff Joe's wife was? Uh, Native American. Polynesian. 
She was Polynesian. <gasps> oh, he was having a bang bang affair. Which a bang 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 bang. Mm-hmm. Yes, three. Because of the gunshots and because of the cum shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And there were no exit wounds. There, Happy... there, were, there, are, there are no exit Happy wounds. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. This is why we're on the list of fifty funniest podcasts. Not because Susie's famous, because of phrases like. It was because the of the gunshots and because the of gunshots. the cum shots. Because yep. hey, yeah, I've got a what a a wap. Yeah, I got a wap, a wide ass poo. That's this is exactly a, a successful what the tweet that I wrote, and that's how you get to be in the Guardian. That's what they want. That's what these readers want. They want the gunshots. They want the poo. cum shots. That's what they want. That's what they're after. <laughs> so the police, because the police are gross, and they're like, sorry, police, but you are. And they're like, you know what people want on podcasts? They want gunshots and cum shots. <laughs> I want to know how many like of those it. are going to stay in. <laughs> if you'd have said to me, right? Keep it all in, Chris. If you'd have said to me, yeah, it's called, it's called gunshots and cum shots. Yeah. <laughs> Would you watch it? Yes. <laughs> if they'd have said to me, do you think that's a Netflix documentary or a porn spoof? I'd have said Netflix documentary. Yeah, I, would have, I, would I don't have. know why. Yeah. I wouldn't have said porn Cause, spoof. Because Netflix doesn't need to hold back because yeah. it's on the yeah. internet. It's, subscri- it's, subscri- it's subscriptions, baby. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I remember the first time I thought that is when I saw that fucking, what was the name of the show where Kevin Spacey was like, oh, I'm a, sh- uh, a guy who works in the... What's his name? What's the name of that show? House of Cards? House of Cards, yeah. yeah. I couldn't yeah. think of the name because I'm drunk. But it would be like, he'd be like, he'd go down on some chick and then he'd go and then he'd like look at the camera and be like, we can be frank because it's the internet. <laughs> that's what it was like. And that and that's what Netflix is like. So yeah, gunshots and cum shots, Netflix. Are, that's, that's so you this is a WAP wildly accusatory podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cha-ching. That's why you get to pay, pay the big bucks, baby. That's and that's it. how we got a fourth member of the team. <laughs> We've been trying for two years. No, that's how we lost our podcast. Stu <laughs> lost. <laughs> He just sidles in. It was a day of highs and lows. <laughs> Honestly, I think that would be so funny. We, it's, I think we're the only podcast the... that's been revoked from the list. They've taken us off the <laughs> list. Come shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sheriff Joe apparently had motive, if you believe this idea that he was having an affair. Mm. What mm. I might suggest is is that all of this information is coming from Don Dixon. Okay. That uh, Eric was seeing this older Polynesian woman mm. Eric was having a, an argument with the other Eric. It's sort of, you see what I mean? It feels like Don is shit stirring. Yeah, a lot. essentially. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know that someone was going to die, so he was just, it seems very harmless. That's part of the problem, isn't it? People shit stir all the time, mm-hmm. and then when someone dies, it suddenly is like, well, hang on. Yeah. yeah. My actions oh, have consequences. Yeah, it was like he was just a, he was just a, like a Munchausen thing. He was just lying. Yeah. Mm. And then this happens. And all of a sudden. Okay. Could I just say, has anyone opened a restaurant called Munch House? I mean, I said I did. But, um... <laughs> oh, look at this. He's Munch so House. good as the fourth member of the team. Yes. Yeah. I just say, open up a, build a extension on the end of the bar. Maybe just finally make it square and put uh, Munch a House in that bit. In, that, in, that, in the final corner. Yeah, so keep, keep this idea that he was a bit of a pathological liar <laughs> mm-hmm. in mind yeah, okay. when I tell you that Sheriff Joe and Eric Smith both agreed to take polygraph tests with the Sheriff's Department and they oh. passed. Oh, Dixon wouldn't take one from the Sheriff's Department. He'd take one that was administered independently. And the results were inconclusive. Now we all we, let's not put stock in like yeah, because obviously like making yeah. a murderer and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but it is the sort. I mean, like if he's worried about not passing one, that yeah, can make you not pass one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's why they don't use it in court, right? Yeah, because it's just yeah. a stress test. That's all it is, essentially. Right. Yeah. Are we going back to Scientology? It's just a, oh, yeah. it's just a stress test. It's a stress test. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it might it's pretty much the same equipment. <laughs> it might as well be that. But I mean, yeah, most people in the wake of all this, said that Dixon greatly over-exaggerated the nature of his friendship. The friendship yeah. um, there is one cool thing um, okay. about this that I will. I just will say that let's not take it as gospel because mm. it's, mm. it's a comment on a newspaper article about this. But somebody did comment and said that Eric was a close family friend and uh, that they'd been to his funeral. Yeah. And they said, as somebody who was at his funeral, I will forever believe Don Dixon did it. 
He spoke at the funeral. He said that he was so close to Eric that he helped him install his security alarm to the house. And he was the only person besides Eric that knew the code. He said this at the funeral. And at 15, I immediately turned to my mom and asked her if she'd just heard what he said. My cousin confirmed he also heard it. From that moment on, I know he was behind the loss of our dear family friend. He also um, didn't have a key. He's the only person who had the key uh, and walked in. Yes, uh, which he said was given a spare key. But then everybody was saying that he exaggerated his friendship with Eric anyway. But he could have gotten he could have gone full wackadoo and been like, I thought we were friends. Kind of, you know, how people get weird and obsessive like that. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. And then he could have like stormed in, been like, ah, oh, you're moving in with this woman, Diana. I don't like the way your relationship's going. Pow, pow, pow. Uh, and then he shoots him because the first three pals are obviously the cum shots. And then he shoots him. He's saying pow. Yeah. <laughs> pow, pow, pow. <laughs> And then, uh, pow, pow, pow. And then he shoots him three times. How'd you like but them I, apples? I mean, <laughs> if he was a casual acquaintance, why has he got a house key? That's that's weird. That is strange, um, yeah. If he wasn't like as close a friend, because Eric, who was a closer friend, didn't have one. Mm. Okay, well, here's a good question then. Who else has keys to your abode? Interesting Ooh. question. Uh, um, the landlord and a friend. That's it. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a friend who lives nearby that has a, that has a spare key. Right. Just in case. Yeah. Anna Kempner has got a spare key. Are those those just her keys? (laughs) It's my house and my mum. I let my mum live here and I let her put her name on the mortgage. Sort of like a Fraser Crane. (laughs) 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 Except Suze has got the horrible chair. (laughs) (laughs) It's only horrible since I started seeing it, though. I just went hobble bubble. It sounds way more mature, doesn't it? If your parents, uh, I I don't know about your parents but i assume if you're estranged from your father that yeah. your father and, you, and your mother who you Anna. live with are not together anymore yeah otherwise that would be i wild said i said you're... i won't live with you anymore mum unless you leave him <laughs> or if he was still in the house she really loved she really yeah. loves him <laughs> she's gonna hate listening back to that yeah she'll be like don't say that on the podcast you've got to stop doing stuff like that she always listens to the podcast though so she must love it somehow yeah she loves living with me yeah. she says i'm brilliant in with her really? eyes you should set her on <laughs> <laughs> My daughter is Mum, tell her. Mum, someone on someone's being mean to me on Twitter again. Well My you're... daughter is not famous. This is how much she contributes to the mortgage every month. No, mum, not like that. No, just tell them about all the takeaways I buy because I can't be fucked to cook when it's my turn. I would say it's it's sounds more mature, doesn't it, to say you live with a, a single parent rather than both your parents yeah that's yeah. it yes. like i would because you're helping them out aren't you that's yeah, it yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm helpful i've got a sonic duvet set and i really do oh, i was on Stu do, you, Gold. Oh, do you like sonic <laughs> i keep it it's, it's one of my darkest secrets <laughs> one of my deepest darkest secrets uh i like i was on Stu goldsmith's podcast and he said um are you back in your childhood bedroom and i went no 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 my mum moved house 10 years ago and nine years ago I moved in. <laughs> oh, like, she had a year. Oh, she had a year. Wow. She, it was actually more like about six months because she mm. had to wait till uh, some walls had been knocked through. Yeah. So right. she had six months. Moved she back. said though <laughs> did you did you demand that she knock walls no no she said i want a bowling alley <laughs> <laughs> she said i don't like having a separate dining room and lounge they're just two tiny rooms knock the wall through make one normal size room Makes and i sense. said you mm. do what you like i'll move in when it's finished you sound like don dixon <laughs> <laughs> yeah it actually turns out that she's not that close to her mum. No, she's not, absolutely not. I'm not. I'm in another room. Sometimes she comes in while I'm recording this fucking podcast and tells me to keep the noise down. I'm 36. I'll make as much fucking noise as I like. This is a Guardian-approved podcast. <laughs> this is a Guardian, yeah. I'll have you know. We're, we made the list. I'm very famous. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh. leave all that in, Chris. It's good for the brand. I think um, I think Don did. I, I'm now the more we say it, I, I feel like Don did it because he's a he because he's a feels like a wackadoo kind of like we're best mates. You're like oh, no, yeah. we're fucking not. I that's the sort I'm, of person that will kill me. I know I have a few acquaintances like that, and I know that's <laughs> okay. the person that, that you will think kill me. would kill you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Who do you think would kill you? I mean, I had there was someone when I was back in New Zealand. There was somebody who was like kind of obsessy stalkery with me. Like they came and saw, like they. Like, they thought you did not in eleven. It was well, been, it was bin Laden. They um they like they got t-shirts made 
Uh, and um, what? Yeah, yeah. What? It said, I, oh, I say, thought you were still joking. No, no. This is this. Is, <laughs> what yeah. did it say on the T-shirt? I heart masood. Oh, um, they got T-shirts made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than I, one. I heart masood. Yeah. I hate the <laughs> Twin Towers. <laughs> so hang on a minute. And did did it, when you say T-shirts, one of them said I heart masood, and did the other one say I heart their name for you to wear? No. Oh, no. No, this wasn't a partner. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then um, they would like make that it. wouldn't be normal either. Masood. Oh, wouldn't it? Oh, <laughs> oh no, it wasn't my girlfriend who was oh. stalking me. Was, um, and then they they would like talk to my friends about shows that they were at that I hadn't done. Um, they were like, "Oh yeah, we had to see Masood show last night." I was like, oh, "Okay, it's just that me and Masood were hanging out last night, and he didn't do a show." So, <gasps> they lied to make um, it sound like they were like doing what's that game? Second Life. Yeah, they had that, but yeah. in real life. But in real life, and um, but those are the sort of people that will like. I'll be walking down, you know, outside the front steps of my house, popping Lucy down in the pram, and then and then just a gut. They'll walk past and be like, "Hey, Masood, copy a catcher in the rye in the top pocket," and then pat pat. pat. <laughs> there we go. I yeah, I had. A... So they traced you from New Zealand back here. Back here, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shit. Yeah. And you're the plot of Line of Duty series seven. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll look into the camera and say, tell them I died in the line of duty. And then die. <laughs> That's the name of the show. You know, my sister almost killed me once. <gasps> With a knife. Oh, oh my God. Because you got in On late. purpose. Uh, it would have been on purpose. Oh, right. so shit. There was a period of time where I, you know, I was just living with my mother. Um, you know, not, not my mum and my dad. I was just helping it, you know, just yeah. helping out with the rent. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and um, my sister as well also lived there. Um, <laughs> I had recently bought like a scary clown costume and I'd done a couple of like <laughs> pranks on my sister where I'd burst out. A bit of fun, a little bit of light fun. Gotcha. There's been another time where we'd uh, we'd also uh, I'd gone out and bought a leak and we'd put it by the washing machine and then we me and my sister had screamed up mum there's there's a leak there's a leak from the washing machine <laughs> little things just little right. pranks yeah, yeah 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 hey this is great one stuff. time at least you so, said I'm so grateful having my children back <laughs> <laughs> my sister had got back and my mum was I think she she was probably over at her partner's place or something like that so it was like a quiet empty dark house and my sister had walked in and assumed i was in there and had hidden ready to spook her um and so she grabbed a knife from the kitchen and then went up like terrified up to her room and then flung the door open and just jabbed wildly <gasps> behind the door what the wow she was in her head had just gone that's what's happening he's there and so i need to protect myself i wasn't i wasn't home <laughs> But I had previously hidden behind that door. But like, she when I got home later that night was like she'd obviously freaked herself out yeah. so much that she had just gone. I don't know what it's happened. Stabbing time. Yeah. Do you yeah. reckon though? I reckon that's a good plot for something. Which is she accidentally kills you that night, had to cover it up, and then somehow you turn up stabbed, and no one can piece together exactly why or how this happened. Yeah. And it's because she was frightened of a prank that you would usually pull, but didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like that feels like it's the sort of thing that Poirot has to work out. And she knows the security code to my my. Yeah. Holy to, shit! To your usual hiding place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta burn this mattress. Oh my god! <laughs> There's so much cum on it. <laughs> well, someone had a good Easter. <laughs> it smells like someone's burning a swimming pool out here. <laughs> This is my mum's favourite podcast, and this is going to be her favourite episode. Oh <laughs> I like it as well. My, my comedy persona is very much not really that filthy. I've talked about come a little bit recently because of my vasectomy, but right. I get me on a podcast. I went on a podcast with Heidi Regan once, and it's one of the filthiest things I've ever done. And I, I would say Heidi Regan's a fairly up, yeah. Agree. upstanding mem- gentleman. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. We had Henry Zabrowski on, and he said, like, he goes into a fugue state when he's on podcasts and reveals, like, terrible things. Yeah. yeah he... <laughs> he says terrible, awful things, and then afterwards goes, why did you do that? Yeah, oh he, said, he said it's a good way He also way said of... that's why he doesn't kill anybody, because he knows that 
people would find the podcast. Yeah, because he's just yeah. in a fugue state and he just tell yeah, everybody. So he was like, it's best I just don't do anything. So that... <laughs> I'd love that there'd be an investigative podcast about that murder where they, the final episode is. And then we found this uh, comedy podcast. Yeah. He just admitted to it. 500 episodes in which the uh, one of the hosts <laughs> detailed his entire plan. And it was recommended in The Guardian. The yeah, podcast. purely on the back of the fame of Sue's yeah, <laughs> Not, not, not much should be read into that when you consider the fame of the person. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, was... thank you so much, everyone, for joining me this week. Have <laughs> 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 you got anything you'd like to plug? Let me know. Um, yeah, so I stream on uh, Mondays, Tuesdays. And then we all plug and... stuff you've done. Yeah. <laughs> so I, rec- I reckon Double D did it. That's my theory. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, my theory is for Double D. Oh, as well. Double D all the way. Donny Dixon. Donnie Dixon, yeah. baby. That guy's, that guy's bad news. I might start today. entering rooms just saying Donnie Dixon, baby, with no context. Just, uh, <laughs> Dixon, and one guy baby. goes, oh, my God, are you talking about the Oregon murder? Yeah. Oh, my God. And no one's at all suspecting the, um, the, the bone gate uh, lady. Oh, this is true, actually. Mm. Yeah. Well, he could have he could have he could have done her like he could have been really horrible to her. Like, like, yeah, I'm talking, you know. Like to her on the night, not just like I'm not gonna call you again, but like nasty shit. And then she could have been like, "Fuck this guy, come back and kill him," or killed him then. Or she and killed there. him that night, and then walked out, just like yeah. And yeah. made up and made up the made up the story about the house being because we've only got her word on the um, on that. as a as a kind of alibi. Yeah, possibly it's possible. Like, the motive escapes me, unless she was just like one of those people that occasionally just kill because they want to. Possibly see what it's like. Yeah, plan it. He could have beat her up or something. I don't know. Maybe, yes, yeah, she killed him in self-defense. Yeah, it's possible that some sort of struggle... Was well, maybe he was yeah. prone to hiding behind certain doors. I don't think it... I, don't, <laughs> I think she would have um, spilled by now. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I've got to young. stop judging other people by my own standards, and I've never killed anyone. <laughs> but I feel like if I killed someone, I would be like, and I'll never tell a soul. And within about a day and a half, I'd have gone, I did it, it was me. Yeah, I'm You'd sure. have written an Edinburgh show about it. <laughs> yeah. Please, can I just I get through all You'd have been OJ about it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if about I did May it. sort of time, you're just like, oh, I don't know what the show's about. Oh, 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 I'll do the murder one, I'll do the murder one. I mean, uh, people have done it on less. <laughs> on the train, be like, oops, still haven't written the show. <laughs> you fucking killed somebody. That's yeah. the show. Anyway, we've got to the bottom of that. We solved it. We solved it. Double it D, double baby. D. It was double D, D all along. Um, Stulors, would you like to plug anything on your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I really would like to. I, I've made a, a, a series called Grave New World, which is uh, yes. sort of uh, pa- panorama it's slash horizon. Amazing. The one show. Amazing. But it's about emerging from a pandemic. Um, That's cool. But it's not a specific pan. It is sort of about the one that we... I don't know if any of you have noticed we've gone through a pandemic. Oh, I was going to say, is this based on anything in particular? A lot lot of things have changed. It's (laughs) worth pointing out to our listeners, actually, if you aren't familiar with... uh, The pandemic. Stuart Laws, (laughs) um, you might be familiar with Turtle Canyon. You might have seen either the Turtle Canyon logo pop up on things or the name Mm. crop up on things. Well, Stuart Laws is... You, you guys yeah. are responsible, yeah, responsible for the that David Trent series. Tony uh, Trent is. Yeah, which I'd, like, I'd love to promote that actually. Oh Fuck my Grave god! New World. Yeah. I <laughs> I used to show that to everyone, and then my friends Jess and Steph, who we were like obsessed with, totally Trented, totally and trended. we would just text each other like quotes from episodes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like, guys, please check yeah. out Totally Trented. Totally it's Trented. so That's fucking funny. It's about David Trent is an amazing, funny guy. I but love it's, David it's, Trent. Yeah. His, it's his prank show, but he crucially doesn't know what a prank is. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It's the that. bit where Evelyn Monk goes, he was on the bus. And we te- we would just text each other. He was on the bus, and then text back. Ah! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna watch these. So Such funny. a stupid show. And then the second series of that, we got Sam Simmons on because it's like ridiculously popular amongst comedians in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam came on and did it, but um, Trent was angry because he thought he was getting Mark Simmons. <laughs> and so Mark-, <laughs> Mark Simmons is also in it. <laughs> That's but he doesn't get to be in any of the sketches because I don't want him in because I want Sam Simmons because he's got more buzz <laughs> and I'm the director of it constantly arguing with Trent 
it's such amazing. the second series is the most niche like <laughs> stupid thing that we've ever made is it all still on youtube yeah, it's all still yeah. there. Definitely go and check I'm it out. I'm just going to tweet uh, episodes of it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's that's well, all. The, the only thing you need to check out, really. Amazing. <laughs> you have a podcast coming up as well, don't you? With Matt winning? Oh, yeah. yeah. Genuinely. Oh, yeah, I should promote that. It's called <laughs> Up Your Footfall, the Shopping Centre podcast. And it's um, me and Matt winning talking about it. We go through episode by episode of um, the sitcom Shopping Centre, which ran from 2009 to 2015. <laughs> and me and Matt were the stars of... Um, and it's sort of like the office ladies or uh, the Zach and Donald one for scrubs. Oh, yeah. brilliant. So we're just sort of sharing sort of like anecdotes from it. And we have interviews with like the showrunner, Bob, Bob Matthews. And, <laughs> oh and I think if people are sort of like remembering the show and they're like, oh, my God, no, I remember that. You should check yeah, the yeah. podcast out because it's a good way of revisiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great because it's not on any streaming services. Um, and me and Matt, have, I had the last two VHS box sets of the of the series, <laughs> so we've been watching it that way but it's great so it's... many great catchphrases from that as well yes oh. yeah yeah because i play sam bakewell so i, I frequently say like my name's sam bakewell but i'm no tart i remember it it's well. a couple of decades ago so i mean it's different humor but it's it stands up well I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes i'm fucking looking forward to that those all that all sounds amazing oh my god yeah I'm definitely going to get lost in a totally Trent rabbit hole as well. Oh, oh no, totally Thank you so much Trent. for coming on and um, sort of promoting the show for me on, on my <laughs> podcast. You can, of course, keep us going because we're an independent podcast, even though I'm very famous. Hmm. You can keep us going by donating to our Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash Mystery on the Rocks. You've been listening to the Seuss Kepler and Psychic's Mystery Hour. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot of fans. Um... <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, donate on our Patreon. There's loads of exclusive stuff on there. I might. Like... You've got my nudes, haven't you? Yes. We do. Mm, yeah. The only way to see them, they're it's on. It's really kind of you, actually, to donate. <laughs> I, know, I think it's I nice that they'll be on t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I hard Stuart's nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Masood knew a guy who can knock up some uh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Well, we better wrap it up. I hate saying goodbye, but I love watching you leave, listeners. <laughs> um, gunshots and cum shots. Twitter big deal. Guardian podcast recommendation. That's right. Is that our new handle now? At cumshots and gunshots. At cumshots and gunshots. Shall I change it and see if anyone notices? <laughs> Have you listened to Murder and Cumshots? <laughs> I'll change it. Um, I'll change it when this episode goes out and see where the people. I'm excited. Are. Okay, yeah, Cumshots and Gunshots. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.